Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. It has, but you already know, and we had to do it because it is a special day today. By the time you guys will be hearing this or whatever. But before we get into all that stuff or whatever, man, you know, another amazing and the return of Don't Bite Your Tongue interviews. And when I say we have a special, 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 not even guest, man, this is La Familia at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, done so much stuff together. We talk all the time now. I, I, the, the official, unofficial fourth member of the wrestling crew, you know. And you're two-time, two-time reigning, defending Royal Prophecy champion. And, of course, <laughs> you guys are listening for the owner, CEO, CFO, all the, the other terms. You can just say head chef, everything, of Los Levy's Tacos. Chef Matthew Levinson is joining me. What's goody, bro? Hey, man. Thank you for uh, bringing me on. You know, you 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 say this or whatever. Like, I, I'm really good with these intros. You know, so I, I'm, oh, I'm you're like, solid, dude. I mean, I want you to do that every week of my life when I meet someone new. Imagine, like, yeah, I'm mad. Here's my intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we got a lot to get into, man. I'm gonna yeah. do all the stuff at the tail end or whatever plugs and all. At least my plugs or whatever, all that stuff. But I'm going to start off. I got a lot of questions for you. Yeah. We have a lot of things, but before we get into all that, there are some people who do not listen to all the other stuff and everything. So firstly, introduce yourself to the audience. Sure. So my name is Matthew Levinson, and I am the chef owner creator of Los Levy's Tacos, which is a fully prepped and delivered taco kit that comes straight to your door. We uh, currently operate in Los Angeles and Ventura County for orders. Yes, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> I have so many questions about just this and all that. Just Hit me. I am excited. <laughs> the first one, I, yeah. I want to go real behind the curtain here or whatever. Some stuff I feel like I probably never even asked you. But yeah, go <clears throat> We're going to go into that. First one I got for you, though, bro. What was the concept, the idea, the plan, the light bulb mo- moment for Los Levy's Tacos? Sure, man. Okay, so what happened was, you know, I've, okay, so I've been in the culinary industry for over a decade now. And in the beginning of 2020, I was still working as a sous chef for a catering company. And come uh, February of 2020, I left that position to go pursue other options and other uh, career choices. And in March, I was uh, actually in an RV for the month of March in New Mexico, living in this RV, helping film a TV show. And I got back to California the day the lockdown in California started due to the pandemic. So, you know, got home, shell shock it to that. And then it came down to, oh, I need a job and nobody out here in LA was hiring for anything kitchen related. Like I think in three months I applied to 150, 200 jobs Mm. and I had three callbacks. Like just nobody was hiring. So I started trying to figure out what am I going to do? You know, like I need to get a job. I got to figure out what, what the next step is. 
And I talked to my girlfriend and my family at the time trying to come up with ideas. And it kind of came down to like, maybe I should just start looking into this as an opportunity rather than a, uh, a burden and try to figure out how do I, you know, make, make gold out of what's been given to me. So I started trying to come up with business ideas and everything. And I was thinking of like a concept of something with food delivery that gets to your door but I didn't want it to be like a meal prep company where you're doing, you know, weekly meal preps of various foods. I didn't want it to get too broadened in too many cuisines. And so I started racking my head, well, you know, what kind of food do I do? Because I, you know, I've been trained classically in French cuisine and American cuisine and Japanese cuisine. I've worked in Japanese restaurants, Mexican restaurants. I mean, I have a fairly broad background in different cuisines, but the more I thought about it, the one food that everybody I cook for always asks for again and again is tacos. And I'll be like, I can make you like a seven course steak dinner. You want just tacos? And they're like, yeah, tacos. That's what I want. Like, that's your best thing. So I kind of ran with that and started coming up with this idea of a fully packed taco kit that, you know, literally the only thing you have to do is cook or reheat and it's ready to go in 20 minutes. And I really spent a couple months honing this idea until Los Levy's Tacos was finally born. And even then, after it was born, it still took another six, seven months to get to um, the position where we were actually able to open in 2021. Very nice. Very nice. I'm yeah. I'm going to get back there in a second because I know a little bit of this, but, you know. Yeah, people, man. You know, we, we talk personally. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to go a little bit into the backstory because you know you talked about what your you know the, the stuff that you, you know do chef wise. Yeah. When was the moment that you realized I'm gonna be a chef? Like, was it an inspiration? And who inspires you in this game? Yeah. So, growing up, I had a, my dad and an uncle who. Um, cooked a lot like they were very very hands-on in the kitchen and loved cooking so I kind of grew up with that uh stigma of like oh here's these two guys just love spending as much time as they can in the kitchen creating meals and stuff so I you know got very comfortable early on being in the kitchen whether that's you know if they're baking cookies I'm cracking eggs for them you know basic stuff nothing nothing crazy I wasn't like you know running my own little omelet stand by age six <laughs> right um but that really kind of was the blossoming of it and then as i you know it wasn't like there was no clear path growing up that i was going to go into becoming a chef you know i knew i was going somewhere creative i was always going more in the creative direction i was looking in film and television and arts and all that kind of stuff and when i got into high school that's kind of when i started really focusing in on food i started you know Food Network's not the golden example, but I was watching a lot of Food Network. I was reading books. I was really kind of learning, you know, like learning like, oh, hey, garlic is not just a powder you buy in the store. Garlic's a fresh ingredient that comes in multiple ways. And here's 20 different ways you can prepare it, you know. Mm, and uh -huh. I started learning all these things of like, oh, you know, you don't have to just eat a strawberry from a bowl raw. You know, you could uh, blend it and make a sauce out of it and pair it with this you could turn it into a salad dressing and i started experimenting a lot and trying to come up with you know when you're a young eager chef 
you really go over the top and experimenting like because you want to show off so you start doing all these ridiculous things that work 20 percent of the time so that's really what high school became was me playing with all this food and experimenting and then when it got to that point you know where you have to start applying to colleges and stuff i was like i think i want to pursue food i told my parents this and they're like yeah you could do that but we want you to get like a, a full degree with it you know we don't want you just to go do like a year-long culinary program and bank it off that so i ended up finding a college johnson wales university where like i was able to uh do culinary and get a business degree at the same time and that's kind of really where the chef path really started to take off nice nice yeah <clears throat> it's very very interesting um from there i want to go back to what you were talking about as far as yeah Los levies. So you have this idea, you, you have it in your head, like go through kind of the steps of what you did to bring this into the forefront, what it is now. Yeah. So, it, you know, everyone has their own way of working. Mine is very much kind of like I need it in front of me. Like in my head, I get too excited and then I start, ex- you know, like I have too many thoughts and then I lose track of what I'm doing. Right. So I ended up just like when I kind of had the idea, I sat down and for a week I just kept typing on my computer every idea that came to my head, every every random thought, you know, like coming down to what's the concept, what's the food, what can you order, uh, what equipment am I going to need, how much, what kind of kitchen do I need, do I need a car, can I hire people? I just started typing and typing until I like ended up with like a 25 page document by the end of the week with you know half the stuff you know was useless it was just random gibberish but it was kind of how i really started to lay down an idea in my head and then i kind of just started taking it piece by piece and kind of building off it like okay we got the concept why don't we build the menu like we don't have to test all the food but let's just build a menu and see what we think is like a standard menu and then i would do that and then be like okay now I should try to cook all the food because like most of the recipes I had already been comfortable with, but I, you know, a lot of chefs are very good at um, eyeballing where, you know, it's like, Oh, you don't I, a tablespoon of salt. I'll just grab a pinch and figure it out. Um, so I started having to like, okay, all these recipes I've been making for years, never had exact measurements. I need to really hone them in. So anybody could make them if I have to hire staff and that, you know, if one person here and one person there orders it, it's consistent. It's not different. And then I started working on marketing. Okay, well, what am I going to, you know, how am I going to present the product? How am I going to sell it? How am I going to uh, get people to buy it? Um, and then that blossomed into the whole thing of building a website. Um, I didn't have a lot of money to start this business, so I ended up developing the website myself with, you know, which took like six months of Googling every question I ever had on how to build a website. Um, And it just kind of was like that. It was just, you know, checking one box off at a time that I had created and trying to figure out how to get to a point that I could actually open a successful business. See, I like it and everything. Cause like, and you know, way more than, I do at this point and even just most people where it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to start with this and everything. It's like, yeah, yeah, but it's bigger than just the Instagram page. And that's, that's no dig. Right. It's even like, exactly. no dig to me. But and it's the like, Instagram. yeah, a website, a stuff, like everything. And 
Los Levy has its own website. Dude, that was the worst part of it. I mean, to anyone listening who works in web design or engineering of electrical engineering and stuff like that, you guys are true heroes because I almost broke my laptop like 10 times out of anger. <laughs> like there would be times, you know, I'd be like, how do I do this? And I'd spend seven hours Googling it. And then I'd find the solution. You know, it took like 30 seconds to fix. Like developing a website is hard. As far as that, and then <clears throat> kind of into my next question and everything. Mm-hmm. So I remember the second one. I had totally missed the first one. It was like, oh, it's not about even like looking back and, you know, getting stuff yeah. right for this. So back in April of this year, you were actually in 805 Living. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then later on in July, you were in Inside North Ranch. Oh, you did your homework. Yeah. I, hey, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, s- speak about a little bit on how you got this to form, like this, the little back story behind that. Yeah, you know, all ma- you, marketing is truly, in my opinion at this point, like the main success token to a business. Like having a good presence and getting people to try your product based off what they hear and see is so important. And when I made my Instagram account... Um, cause you know, I've been working on multiple different media tactics, but Instagram is obviously, I think you would agree the most, um, useful form of media that there is right now to get people's attention. Right. And so I made this Instagram account. I started getting people to follow it, but I wasn't following anyone. I kind of, cause I was like, I don't want my business Instagram account following my friends. I don't need them following, you know, random celebrities you know i don't want it i don't want it to look like that i want it to be very clean so i wasn't following anyone for a while which i was like i don't like that that doesn't seem right i'm not successful enough to not be following anybody and then i kind of had this thought like a month before it opened um that i was only going to follow uh you know people who work in media work in publishing because those are the people who I need to catch their attention. Those are the ones who are going to want to talk to me about stuff. So then I started going through, you know, I currently, the business delivers in like a 25 mile range um, because it's just me and myself. So it's hard to be as broad of a delivery range as I'd like. So I started looking at every form of publication in that delivery range, you know, every magazine, newspaper, uh, internet column, you know, all that kind of stuff, radios. And I started just following all of them, hoping they would either follow me back, you know, or something. And then I started tagging them in my posts because I was like, those are the people that are that I need their attention. And it proved to work because after uh, two or three weeks of being, I think it was actually the second week of the business even being open, um, 805 Living reached out to me about including me into their April issue, which I was like, perfect. Like, that's proof because... It's proof they were working. I talked to the writer and they were like, yeah, you know, my editor saw you on Instagram. That's how uh, we reached out about to you. I was like, that's perfect, you know? And um, it's hard work to get their attention, but it does pay off. Like I got a couple actually in the burner for the rest of the year, you know, that I'm in conversations with. And a lot of it stems from that overbearing presence, the social media. Um, I do press releases to uh media companies which if you don't know for those listening who don't know it's basically like a one-page summary about something big that happened and you give it to them 
And basically that information, if they want to public, publish it, you give them permission to publish it right away. If not, they can reach out to you based off that information or, you know, they throw it out. Who knows? Um, but being kind of overbearing in that sense of trying to get all those publications' attention really is what worked. It got their attention. You know, it hasn't worked in every aspect, but it's worked enough to where I'm getting magazines like 805 inside North Ranch. I'm getting their attention and they want to talk to me. That's really dope, man. Um, is there any more as far as like the impact of being in those two publications so far that have helped you out a lot? You know, it's one of those things. Um, it's definitely helped get attention to the business, but um, it's not like I think there's kind of this falsehood. And I definitely I'm definitely one that buys into it where it's like I got written up in a magazine next week. I'm going to be sold out. Everyone's going to buy me. It's like, no, you know, that doesn't happen. Like, I've had a couple clients that I'll be like, oh, how'd you hear about us? And they'll be like, oh, I found your flyer like four months ago and uh, finally decided to order. Like, it's all it's you can't guarantee somebody's going to read something and immediately have the impulse to go and buy. So I'm still seeing some effects from those articles, which is really nice. It's helpful, but it's not this massive wave. You know, it's not. Unless I was like on the cover of like Time Magazine kind of thing, you know, like, which let's keep your fingers crossed, but it's not happening tomorrow. Um, So it's one of those things like you take it with a grain of salt that like it's not it's not your big break. Not everybody's going to come flooding in, but it's a step in the right direction. You're getting noticed. Hopefully if that magazine goes out to 10,000 people, hopefully 10 of them, hopefully 100 of them read your section and hopefully 10 of them remember your name, you know. And hopefully two of them actually decide to order, you know, like you can't think if 10,000 people read it, 9,000 of them are going to read your section, 8,000 remember your name and half of them are going to order. That's just unrealistic. You have to be realistic that if you hand out 500 flyers and one person calls you, there's your success. You got somebody's attention. Right. You got your foot in the door. Exactly. Exactly. And hopefully you can continue to increase that hopefully it's not every 500 flyers you only get one person's attention but (laughs) if you can get somebody's attention it works there's um do you know who gary vanderchuk is yeah uh, i see him i see him around on instagram yeah he has a concept that i really like called um it's his buck 80 rule and it's you give 90 people your two cents every day and it's a hard thing to do i've tried to do it consistently in multiple projects and it's very very hard to do especially if you're working on multiple things but i love the concept of you're just trying to give 90 people your two cents hopefully they listen and hopefully a couple of them you know want to hear more from you that's what you can hope for so this is where we get into the tacos let's let's talk food yeah let's you know talk what i'm saying tacos. this this is this oh man so i'm getting hungry already <laughs> back in august yes you introduced carnitas as far as a yeah. meat option how did that come about and also give the people like some of the other options of tacos they could potentially get at los levies yeah so currently we offer three proteins so for every, for people listening every taco kit comes with your choice of meat it comes with your choice of corner flour tortillas it comes with Spanish rice, pico de gallo, chopped onions, 
uh, chopped cilantro, sliced radishes, lime wedges, and queso fresco. That comes with every single taco kit. And then we also offer chips, guacamole, a roasted chipotle salsa, and a jalapeno sauteed corn side dish. Nice. Um, so currently we offer three proteins, carne asada, pollo asada, and like you said in August, we added pork carnitas. Um, I actually had, out of every recipe that I've created for this business, the pork carnitas was the one that I had actually accurately locked in before the business even opened. That recipe I have had, and that one was ready to go. But I knew that I didn't want to open a business with too grand of a menu to start. Because a lot of restaurants, they, you know, you get excited. You want to be able to cook everything. And you create this massive menu. And what happens is now you're buying all this food but you've spread your menu out so big that your orders are coming out thin that you don't need as much food as you're buying. And that's how you lose money. That's how your food cost gets too high. And that's when you start losing money on on net because the worst thing you can do is waste food. And that's really an easy setup to waste food. So I knew I wanted to keep the menu small to start and gradually expand it. So even though I knew the pork carnitas was ready to go, I was ready to launch that. I was comfortable with it. I knew I wanted to wait because I didn't want the menu to be too overwhelmed and I didn't want myself to get too overwhelmed trying to prepare it all and then end up losing money in the long run. So I started off with just a carne asada and pollo asado and I let myself get strong and stable in that. I let the business start to grow on that, you know, and really create an image And then once it felt comfortable and it was time and I had tested the recipe out enough times to guarantee that it'll work in this specific setting, I decided to launch it. And that being said, I have other ideas and recipes that I've already created that I want to add to the business as it continues going. It's just not, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's too hard to do too much at once. You need to kind of pace yourself, give it time. So... Pork carnitas is a great option now on the menu, and I'm excited to see how it does, and I'm excited to see what else I can add to the menu down the long run. You literally answered my next question right there because I was, I was going <laughs> to say, love carnitas, big fan of that. Yeah. Big fan of shrimp here myself personally, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of other people that are whatever. I, I, you know, one day cannot wait for that to be a part of it or any yeah. just type of fish, you know, seafood. And that's that's the thing I have, like, you know, the business aspect is what dominates when you're running a business. You know, the creative side sadly takes a step back because the business is so dominating. Um, But the creative side for me is my little outlet that I can come up with new recipes, try tacos. And even if they're not going to be on the menu for the next six months, at least I've been practicing, experimenting, getting it ready to go. I mean, you know, like. With a podcast, you try to backlog and stuff so you're prepared and you're ready to mm-hmm. go when you need it. You don't, not everything you do goes out the moment you do it. So, coming up with these recipes and stuff is basically creating this, you know, little book of, of concepts that when I'm ready to launch on it, I can, I, I got it ready to go. I'm not worried. I'm not like, well, crap, what do I do now? I got everything ready to go. So, hopefully, I do have a shrimp recipe. Hopefully, that'll be able to come to the light soon. 
I'm, I'm ready for it, man. I'm telling you. I really yeah. am. Um, this next one, so, and th- this was just me, and this has been one of my questions for you since, like, this first was kind of, like, just out there to the public, you know? Okay. Like, because a lot of people knew about this or whatever. I want to say I had some little hints, but I didn't know for sure, but then, boom, I was like, okay, yeah, Los Levies is dope. Like, <laughs> I don't know exactly yet, but then I, I, I did find out more. Yeah. This is just kind of an up-in-the-air question, but got to ask it. Yeah. How long potentially till Los Los Levis can be, you know, mobile, maybe, you know, more parts of Cali, the West Coast, even yeah. over here to the East Coast. I already got some customers that are like, hey, you know, when your <laughs> man gets out here, I'm ready. Yeah, you know, that's been one of the hardest parts about opening this business is having I've had multiple people, yourself included, reach out to me about when's it coming here? Can I get it in? You know, I'm in Oregon. Can I get it here? I'm in Texas. Can I get it there? And I'm like, not yet, because it's just it is very expensive to do that kind of work. And if I'm doing it at a minimal volume, it makes it really hard to succeed as a business. Um, but that being said, it is a thousand percent of my goal that I want to be able to deliver nationwide. The goal right now is to expand into California further as the business continues to grow. For sure. And once the business is really thriving and I'm, you know, I'm not in just this 20 mile range, I'm in this, you know, half the state kind of range, then it's like, okay, how do we really start mass marketing it and getting it out? to nationwide because when you start shipping food nationwide you need insulated packaging you need dry ice you need to run tests on it to make sure that if i ship something to san francisco versus sending it to north carolina you know that the quality is still the same right you know i can't have someone in san francisco being good and then it comes to north carolina and the food doesn't look right so it's a lot of work it's I, you know, I, I keep making this joke to people that I say, like, you know, opening a business, it's actually kind of hard, much to what <laughs> much right. to what you hear. It's surprisingly hard. Um, there's so many things you don't expect. Like, you you know, your eyes are so wide. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, my food's going to be global. I'm going to send it to Australia. And it's like after you start really working on it, you're like, oh, there's no chance. Like, <laughs> there's no way that's going to work right now. So my goal would be come the next year or so to really expand throughout California and get to a point that I can start shipping my products so people all over the U.S. can enjoy their tacos, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm going to be re- I'm gonna be here and ready. Yeah, you're one of the first ones to get it. Um, This is like that kind of, you know, just what is the interview question or whatever people always yeah. ask like, oh but where do you see yourself in five years or whatever <laughs> 10 years down the road so yeah let's go ahead and ask this man you know it's 2026 or whatever yeah where can oh, you God. see los levies um my dream would be to see los levies tacos in any supermarket at, that you go to that you know you're walking through the supermarket and there in the cold section in this really nice clean box is Los Levy's Tacos, grab and go. And you just grab it, you take it home, you stick it in your fridge, and then when you're ready, you just pull it out, and everything's still the same quality, same freshness, and you just got it right there. You didn't have to wait for delivery, nothing. It's just easy to go. You can start cooking. That would be my goal. I'd love to have it that, like, anybody has access to it. 
<sighs> love that, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm absolutely just wishing for it, man. You know, everything yeah. that you have and, you know, what they say, shoot for the moon, aim for, what is it, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon or whatever, all that stuff. Right, shoot, isn't it like shoot for the moon and you land on the, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I get it all too. I'm like, oh, I think it's like yeah. you get a star or something like that. Yeah. It was a pop album. Right. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you just, you know, you, you want to say to the people, just this, your company, tacos, food in general, yeah. any other adventures with, you know, Chef Matt Levinson? Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to follow Los Levy's Tacos, check out our Instagram at Los Levy's Tacos or go to losleviestacos.com. You can follow us with our email updates as well. Um, and keep that eagerness because like we're really you know this business with Sylvie's tacos i've said in other conversations and stuff and promoted is this business is really about community and feeding the people who are in that community so like right now i'm feeding the community that i grew up in like i'm really striving hard on that like i got so much out of this community my goal is to put food on the table that lets you sit around with your friends and family and enjoy a fantastic meal and the company that's surrounding it. And my goal, my dream is to expand that to anyone in the U.S. can enjoy that in their community, you know, that you can have your friends come over, your family come over, and you have this awesome taco feast meal in front of you with all this amazing company. It's just a glorified memory, you know. I think a lot of people, I, I, I don't know how many people realize it, but there's so many positive memories that can be linked to food. You know, whether it's like a summer cookout with friends and family at a barbecue or like going out to a nice restaurant with somebody and really experiencing something new in food. You know, like there's so many things that tie into food and happiness. And my dream is just to be able to encompass that all in one thing that allows anybody to have that moment. So the goal would be really to get Los Levies to do that and. If you guys just keep following and supporting, that means the world to me because it gives me the opportunity to achieve that at some point. I love it, man. I'm I'm here for the support. I really am. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm hoping it's... the people are, are as well and everything. And if you are in the Los Angeles and Ventura areas. Yeah, Ventura County areas. Check out LosLevysTacos.com. Yes, sir. If you check the bios and links for all this or whatever, website will be in there. Instagram will be up there to update you about what is coming you know when you can put in your orders you can put in your orders at any time i'm sure right yeah so how the business is currently set up right now is we offer deliveries every friday and um you just have to place your orders before wednesday night and uh if you want the taco kit for that friday oh man that sounds so incredible um I know I asked, is there, is there any final thoughts you have on just thoughts, sayings, anything you want to get out? Um, nah, just whoever's listening, if you choose to support, you know, thank you so much. Loslevystacos.com or Instagram, you can check us out the same name. You could follow our email threads and get updates on the business. Um, and let me know if you, I mean, if you're in another area of the world, let me know and I would love to try to get tacos to you at some point. And if you're in the LA Ventura area, definitely place an order and reach out. Um, right now, it's literally me. So if you order, you're going to see my pretty face delivering your taco kit that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 
So like, I'd love to have a, if you ever want to try it and want to have a conversation. Yeah. And even if you're not, you know, even if you're, uh, not in the area, but you're someone who just loves food or aspiring chef or just really wants to know more about food, DM me or just have a conversation. I love talking about food and like giving as many tips as I can. So I think food is really kind of a universal connection. I love keeping that connection alive. So feel free to talk to me about that, even if you just want to keep it that simple. Yes, sir, man. He is an official chef out here, man. He's yeah. Chef Matt Levinson. Like, hit him up. <laughs> we want to see this go to the moon and even further. To the moon. Cameron Grimes style, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that, but I don't think the this podcast should end in a wrestling <laughs> No, no, not like that. <laughs> this this is a great one, man. Thank you, man, for bringing me on. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I, we, we talked about this for months. I was like, man, yeah. you know what's coming up or whatever. And you're like, wait, wait, is it? I was like, National Taco yeah, Day. You honestly, yeah, you honestly were the reminder. You're like, National Taco Day is October 4th. And I was like, huh, it is now on October 4th, isn't it? Like, I got to work on that. You know, I think about stuff like this or whatever, and sometimes I even, like, I'll have it, and like you said, like, I have to write it down, because I'm like, wait, I'm gonna forget this, and I'm like, when is it? October 4th, okay, so, but let me go ahead and have that one in the tuck and everything, just get some way more kind of recent, because I'm like, we could have did this months out, but I was like, nah, we need to do it, like, real right before, have it ready, you know, out for the people. Yeah, you know, the thing, the crazy thing is, too, like, if if we did this, like, two months ago, a lot of my answers would probably be different because, you know, owning a business really evolves constantly. So it's like I could have had way different answers two months ago than I would have had now. Just continuing growing, man. That's that's exactly that's, that's real dope. Exactly. <sighs> and I guess um, if Chef Matt has everything together, um, I'm going to close us out. Another yep. amazing episode of Don't Bite Your Tongue interviews. Um, remember, ladies and gentlemen, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the bio, description, all that stuff below. Um, you know, we we have all types of different pods here. Just I hope you guys love this one, love all the other different pods. You know where to find your boy on Instagram, uh, Twitter, all the other stuff, whatever. I'm kind of a little bit everywhere, but I, I, those are the main two hubs. If you want to check out more of this stuff, more interviews to come. And, you know, Matt's on a lot of these other podcasts as well. If you, like, just love what you heard from him. Yeah. Go to, uh, still real to us. Damn it, if you want to keep hearing my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we just having fun over there. I guess with that one being said, you know, um, he goes by Chef Matt. I go by Mookie. And until next time, let us out. <laughs>